Hey, 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 everybody. Today I have for you podcast number 005. Today's podcast is titled Just Because You Can. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi, and this is the Limitless Life Network podcast where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life that you deserve. This podcast is for you if you want to live a life with less limitations and more freedom with a healthier mind, body, and spirit. The Limitless Life Network brand was born out of the scripture in Ephesians 3.20, which reads, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. And I want to help you to recognize and tap into that limitless power that is at work within you. Today's episode is titled, Just Because You Can. And today I have, again, six points for you. And uh, once again, I have to begin with the backstory. So I love the backstory. So great story. It was actually triggered today. Uh, I was uh, visiting with my trainer, and uh, we were just talking about uh, eating and so forth and habits and so forth. And uh, and it brought to mind a conversation uh, that I had with my uh, oldest son when he was probably about 12 years old. So one of my sons, uh, yeah, it was my oldest. He was uh, he was becoming really envious of other kids, and uh, and in a very interesting way. And it had a lot to do with um, the way we were raising him. So what what he was questioning was this. He said, uh, you know, he really wanted to know why, how come his friends could eat all kinds of different junk foods and and so forth, drink soda, and we would never allow any of that stuff in the house. We always fed them organic food, you know, stuff we raised ourselves, grass-fed meats and so on and so forth, really healthy stuff, but really no junk food, no McDonald's, no fast food, nothing like that. So he said, how come my friends who can eat whatever they want how can they still do really great in sports? Like some of these kids might have even been faster than him or stronger than him. And it just, in his mind, it didn't translate for the sacrifice that he would have to experience by not being able to do what they were doing. He was he was just not seeing it translate to like, wow, how come I'm not better? How come I'm not the fastest, the strongest, or the, the ones with, with the most physical abilities? And so my answer was this. My answer was, just because your friend can doesn't mean he should. And that sits really well with a 12-year-old, let me tell you. (laughs) So and what I said to him is he may be able to get away with it now, but it's not something when he gets older, you wait. And, And anybody that's ever been to a class reunion from uh, graduating in high school, if you go back to your 10-year, your 20-year, your 30-year, however old you might be, you're going to see that some people didn't fare so well um, from a health standpoint. And uh, 
other people did. I mean, sometimes your most popular person in school, um, super popular, but maybe they lost all their hair. Maybe they turned gray before somebody else. Maybe they gained a lot of weight. Maybe they got really sick and uh, became disabled. Or maybe they're still in really great shape. I don't know. But oftentimes, there's habits that people develop that are just not something that they can sustain. So anyway, from this conversation, it, it triggered a, a, a lot of good thoughts. And uh, and I came up with the six points. I could have probably came up with 10 points, but I got six for you today. And the first one is uh, we oftentimes give ourselves permission to do things that an ideal parent wouldn't allow. So what do I mean by ideal parent? There is no perfect parent, right? Like none of us are perfect in our parenting and none of us had perfect parents. Our, you know, We had what we had for parents and upbringing. And I look back and I was blessed to have two great parents and they were not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but they definitely left me with some really positive skills. And maybe maybe you didn't even have parents. Maybe you were adopted or maybe you were brought up in foster care. It doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, it does. It has an influence on you. But if you were to have the ideal parent, they probably would deny you from doing some of the things that you choose to do every day, even today. Some choices that you make, whether it's um, you know choosing to uh, smoke, choosing to uh, drink alcohol uh, so many days a week, um, uh, choosing to eat uh, certain foods that are not healthy for you or good for you, choosing to, to neglect your body from physical movement and physical activity and just sitting on the couch. Um, there could be a number of things uh, that, they, that your ideal parent would not stand for. They wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't tolerate that type of behavior. Maybe it's the way you talk to somebody. Who knows? But your ideal parent would would be somebody that would know what is best for you. And as a parent, you're always looking out for your children from a standpoint of you want them to be the best that they can be. You want them to grow up to be productive adults in society, right? And be contributors to society, not just consumers in society. So that brings me to point number two. And that is we tend to want what we can't have or we don't have. So this is the whole forbidden fruit uh, analogy here, right? So when we see something that we're not supposed to have, that sometimes drives our desire level up even higher, right? So I think back to my college days and how it was such a big thing at Oswego State where I was an undergrad to go to the bars, to go drinking, right? And here I am, a freshman, 18 years old. I can't get into the bars. And you would do whatever you could to try to sneak your way in because you wanted to go drinking with the upperclassmen because that was the cool thing to do. And as soon as you turned 21, it was not so cool anymore because you'd experienced it. It wasn't that great. And, uh, you know, the uh, the forbidden fruit is worn off. Now it's legal, right? So just because you can drink doesn't mean you need to go out and get loaded every night now that you're legal because then you're, you're obviously destroying yourself. That brings us to point number three, uh, which is called the comparison syndrome. So this is something that's done every day when people are looking through their social media feeds and so forth, and you're looking at people's ideal lives, right? You're looking at like their best photo that they had in their photo album that week and they put it out there and they say, look what I was doing 
Look at how great I am. And on the surface, it does look fantastic. And maybe the event was great. And, and, and I, I've done it myself. I post pictures of vacations that we go on. And yet that can lead to somebody saying, oh, man, I don't go on trips like that, you know. So they must have such a great life if they can go do that. Or they must have such a great thing going on if they've, they've got such a cool car, whatever it might be that, that you're looking at. You say, I don't have that. So, you know, what does that say about me? You start to have this conversation with yourself where you're trying to compare yourself with somebody else and you think you are less than they are. And the reality is that that's just a, that's just a lie that you've actually created that you're telling yourself that you are not as good as someone else because on the surface, it appears to be that they're enjoying something that you don't have. And that comparison is absolutely uh, a, a sabotage to your own life because you're you're setting yourself for up for a false expectation that's just not even attainable. And that is you have no clue what the behind the scenes life is like for that individual. On the surface, what they show, it, it may look fantastic, but in reality, you probably love your life more than they do, uh, you know, when you go home at night. And and that's really what I, what it all comes down to is that what matters most to you and I'm going that's going to be point number 6 in a little bit here. But comparison syndrome is an absolute sabotage to your best you. So you are unique, you're individual and you are made to be great. You were born to be healthy, not sick and you're made to be great. So don't compare yourself with somebody else. We all walk a different path in life and enjoy the path that you're on because it's special and it's just for you, okay? So point number four is unhealthy habits are not sustainable. And this is really what I was trying to drive home to my son at that time is that, you know, this is not something that you can keep up forever. You can't, you can't eat junk food and you can't drink uh, sugary drinks forever and not eventually have a metabolic issue later in life. And, and this, the sad thing is, is that society kind of teaches this, that it's okay and that you can, you can have a treat here and there and then that treat becomes like an, you know, something that you expect to have, like you deserve to have these treats. And you start to create this false idea of normal and that false idea of normal is nothing but a lie, but it's also not sustainable because it produces a result that is not truly healthy. And it, and it may not just be around food, but it's any unhealthy habit, really. It's sitting on the couch every night and watching TV instead of going for a walk after dinner. That's just not a, not a healthy habit that's sustainable because it's proven that a sedentary life leads to a loss of fitness. And that sedentary lifestyle eventually is going to rear its ugly head when you can't move like you should. It's it's It was alarming. My trainer was telling me today, it's just absolutely alarming how people can't do certain movements. Squatting, lunging, you know, those are movements that people absolutely struggle to do as middle-aged adults that go to see him. and uh, And it's because they just haven't done it. When you're a child, you have no problem doing those things, squatting, lunging, running, jumping, 
And what happens to it is that you just stop using it. And that unhealthy habit of, of doing nothing is it's just not sustainable. So point number five is discipline produces freedom. And I got to say, my it's pretty rewarding to look at my, my kids today because they exercise fantastic discipline. And um, I, I'm just, I'm amazed at some of the things that they become so disciplined about. Um, my oldest, for instance, he, he does not miss a workout. He works out every day of the week. Seven days of the week, he, he's always exercising some way, shape, or form. It doesn't matter where he is, uh, um, whether he's on the road or not, he's very disciplined about exercise. And he calls it paying the rent. He call, every, every day he looks at it um, like, I'm going to pay the rent today. Like the rent is due. So I've got to go to the gym or I've got to go for a run. I've got to do something because the rent is due today. And uh, that's, that's his mindset about it. And that's his discipline that he's developed. Now, is he disciplined about every single thing in his life? No, but he's definitely disciplined about exercise more so than I am even. And, uh, and my, one of my other sons is very disciplined about some of the artwork that he does. He's always putting in time every day, drawing, uh, writing music and so forth. And, uh, you know, all of my kids have their own specific things that they're disciplined about. And uh, none of them are perfect, but it's kind of fun to brag on your kid and see some of the rewards that have happened and uh, probably from watching their mother more than likely. But uh, yeah, the uh, that whole notion uh, of paying the rent actually came from our former neighbor, um, uh, Terry Donovan, who was a, was a kickboxer. Um, and uh he talked about all the training that he used to do and the discipline that he went through, and uh, and my son picked up on that. He listened to listened to somebody else besides me, and and he he picked that up, and he to this day uses that statement. And I love it, absolutely love it. So, point number six is uh, simplify your decisions by knowing your values. And I, you know, I got this from a guy named Rick Sapio, uh, who's really big on values based decision making and. And uh, he said, you really should spend some time. And I did this exercise. I spent a lot of time going over lists and lists of values and writing them down to come up with my core values. So things that matter the most to me in my life. And, and health is one of my top ones. Health, uh, family, adventure, and freedom. There's four right there that are in the top five list. Um, and that that's really important to me because I like – Health is super important because if you're not healthy, I, you don't one, you don't have freedom, but two, it limits your ability to enjoy family and it limits your ability to go on adventures. So that's got to be a, a primary one for me because it's <laughs> the other ones uh, are going to suffer if my health suffers. So, so, uh, and and the way he, Rick Sapio talks about uh, values based decision making, he uses the analogy of a doorman, and that doorman. Uh, has a sheet of paper in his hands and his hand and anybody that's coming into your life, he looks at that person and says, okay, here's this person who is maybe an opportunity to do something with you. Um, but do they meet the values? Do they have these values? In other words, the opportunity that is presented is like a, like a person, but may not, the opportunity may be, um, a job offer or the opportunity may be, um, I don't know, and uh, to go on a vacation with a family or something, but 
if the values of that situation don't line up, if they're not in alignment with your core values, then it's a no. And the doorman says, no, thank you. Uh, and then they don't get into your life. So he's he's super strict about that. But it just really helps you to be comfortable moving forward with saying no um, to certain activities, certain behaviors, or just even certain individuals in your life that uh, that aren't in alignment with your values. So uh, that's what I have for you today. Uh, those are the six points out of uh, that backstory. And remember, just because you can does not mean that you should. So that's all for this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. Tune in each and every week to stay connected, be inspired, and keep moving toward your best life by stripping away your limitations. <laughs> <laughs>